and welcome to another episode of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight for this quiet and intimate one-on-one episode is my fellow Warhammer aficionado. Well, the only Warhammer aficionado, I'm not. Uh, Andy Pidietsky. Hello, Andy. How are you? Why, hello there. Very close and intimate is tonight as well. Uh, yeah, it is. Should we snuggle up over here? Yeah. Because there's, there's no one else here to interrupt us. Nope. 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 Okay. All right. Oh, who is that at the door? Shall I go and see, Andy? Bet you shall. <laughs> okay, I shall. Oh, look, it's Colm and Justin. Hello. Potato. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, lads? Ooh. Sorry to interrupt your cosy little soiree here, lads. I've seen you in the corner putting on the, putting up <laughs> the poo face together and snuggling up like a pair of we lovely gonna... chaps that you are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were going to make oh. a couch for it. Oh. Andy, oh, Andy, cool. Andy, put your shirt back on. <laughs> oh. Andy, oh, yes. Andy fine, get dressed. Fine, we've got set, guests. A, okay, fine set okay. of pecs there you got, Andy. With a name like that, you have to have his fine Pop set of pecs. Put the aisle away. <laughs> <laughs> Here, give us that oil. I'll put a bit on there back for you. <laughs> Let's uh, not go there. A bit lower. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, that it? Okay. That's it. I just worried when you said it's, uh, there's a pair of chaps that someone was wearing arseless chaps. Well, I haven't seen uh, haven't seen the backside of Column yet. He could be. It's it's a lot he... better than the front side, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's not let's let's keep it clean. I don't know. Yeah, let's say. Well, yeah. well, welcome to LGR Towers. Take take a seat. Thanks for having me. I'm having this one, and it will be coming home with me tonight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You were a bit of a shortage of chairs at the moment. No, it's just a tight fist as gear. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what should we talk about? Just uh, video games? Yeah. Why the hell not? Why not? Let's talk about video games. Justin, you finally got yourself a PS4 Pro. Uh, oh, yes, I have. You did? Yes. yes. I've even turned I it am... on and worked it and stuff. <laughs> Congratulations. Um... As of today, I am on PS4 Pro number two. <laughs> oh, God. What? Yeah. Uh, please please um, elaborate what has gone wrong with the first okay. one. Okay. Okay. Do you know what? In honor of you, Justin, and the last Save Loaded podcast, I shall explain what happened in excruciating detail. So. Oh, sweet Jesus. No. <laughs> Stop it. Get comfortable. Oh, Christ. So, at approximately... Uh, seven minutes past eight last night. No, I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not that bad. Come on. <laughs> yes, you are, Justin. We, we just, just, we just, just as bad as we, you are. We just did our, our our weekly show. Colin's going on oh, next week. You you'll be going to the doctor. So next week's show will be fifty minutes of you explaining how you got there, what they said, and how you got home. And then we'll be signing off. What did the doc say to you? I'll tell you next week. All right. When he tells you exactly in excruciating detail exactly what happened to him, what colour jocks he was wearing, and what he had for breakfast. <laughs> right, so yeah, anyway, sorry. Uh, so I was playing uh, Overwatch the other night with my other half, and uh, I play um, Overwatch with a wired controller, a Narcon Revolution Pro, with extra little buttons on the back, so I can do the jumping and the reloading and whatnot without having to take my thumbs off the sticks. Oh, uh, that's cheating gaming, that is. It's not cheating. I had one of them too. <laughs> it's not. It's it's a great controller. Um, I've gotten to the point where I can't play Destiny or Titanfall or Overwatch or games like that without having those extra buttons. Uh, it just having to take my thumb off the stick to jump or reload just feels wrong now. You got posh. So I was playing along with that. Um, uh, and all of a sudden, the controller just cut out. Right, it's a wired controller, so it's like well, it's not like the battery's gone do anything. You just cut out, uh, and my headset cut out, um, which is a one of the official PlayStation headsets. It's got USB plug the plug in, and then it just sends information over Bluetooth, whatever. That cut out completely as well, and I was like, okay, what's going on here? Rebooted the console, tried to to get it working again, and same problem, just nothing, absolutely nothing was working. Uh, it turns out that. All of the USB ports on my PS4 Pro just failed. Oh dear! All three. Yeah, of them. 
all three of them. Apparently, it is a not completely uncommon occurrence on the first generation PS4 Pros. Ooh. Now, I'd had mine for 18 months, so shit out of luck on manufacturer's warranty. But luckily, past me is smart and got extended warranty from the um, the retailer. So I got in contact with them and said, look, like the, the, everything's just stopped working as PS4. All the USB ports have stopped working, so I can't use any of my <laughs> my large collection of bespoke controllers, fight sticks and joysticks and steering wheels and whatnot, because they all run off the USB and the headset. And he said, uh, okay, well, um, bring it down and we'll, we'll exchange it for another one. Okay, fine. Uh, the only problem is they don't have any stock of the just plain black PlayStation 4 Pros oh. in any of their branches, right? So they offered me, and I took begrudgingly, <laughs> slightly begrudgingly, the only thing they had in offer, which was, and I didn't even know this existed, uh, a Star Wars Battlefront 2 special edition of the PlayStation 4 Pro. Oh, no, that, that, is, oh, yeah. that is quite a, quite a tasty-looking console, Ooh. that one. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I've cut this, like there's the one that's coming out soon, the Spider-Man one. That looks lovely. Uh, there's the Monster Hunt World one. That looks lovely. Uh, they brought a really nice one for God of War. There's the new. Uh, there's, there's one coming out with Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, there's the new. Um, you know, fifty or five hundred million special edition copper plate. There's, you know, there's um, the Days of Play one, the blue one. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was the uh, PlayStation thirtieth or twentieth anniversary or twenty fifth anniversary. Or the grey one that looked like original PS one. And all those, those all look, look, this one's just got like a shiny plate on the top with like a few logos on it, and then the word Star Star Wars printed on the front. So I've pushed it as far back in my entertainment system as I can, so I can't see it. You also but, get uh, don't don't forget <laughs> you get different color buttons on your controller. No, no, uh, that was the um, you're thinking of the Battlefront One PlayStation regular PlayStation um, special edition, which looked nice, had like Darth Vader on the case, and all the buttons on the controller and everything were made to look like Darth Vader's chest plate. This controller is a DualShock Four, but it's got the uh, Empire logo printed on the left arm, and on the right arm it's got the Rebellion logo. And on the touchpad, instead of like triangle, circle, square, and X, it's got Star Wars. Oh, that is that is it. Looks pretty nice. I mean, the con- the controller's all right. The console itself is just a, it's like the PS4 Pro is the same as like the PS4 Slim. It's all matte except for the top plate, which is like shiny black and a massive fingerprint magnet, and it just looks a bit off. So I've I've pushed it out of the way. But it is one of the newer versions, so apparently will run uh, whisper quiet, and hopefully won't have any of the problems that my one developed just outside of its warranty. But. Uh, yeah, so I'm on PS4 Pro number two. Ooh. The only problem is, like, I uh, when I went to go and sort it out, I was just like, I put a two terabyte hard drive in my old one. So I swapped out the hard drives, and uh, it was only afterwards that I remember, it's like, oh, I should probably have copied my save files onto USB stick first, because now all the, they've all been wiped. But then you I should thought, have, oh, actually, uh, you should should have also backed up to an external hard drive, ooh. and then you could just plug that two terabyte into your new one and go bang. Please reinstall everything. Uh, yeah, what but, about uh, cloud saves? No. Uh, well, because um, my console is set as my partner's primary and vice versa, so that we can share digital games, it doesn't automatically back up save files, and you know, I, f- I forget. Mm. But I was thinking, oh, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Like the only games I've got which I've got like any meaningful progress on. Um, uh, are all tied to online anyway so like destiny and games like that um uh, gran turismo sport it's all tied to your online like your save file is saved online uh warframe all that stuff uh and i saw i thought it's fine it's fine but then i remembered monster hunter world uh, <laughs> all those that save file's gone oh dear and i put How many hours? like 350 hours into that character and it's gone oh dear so, moment of silence, please. Yep. Okay. That's enough. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, brief moment of stupidity is wiped out. Three hundred and fifty hours of uh, that. But did you? Uh, did it, you, I, did you do, just before we go any further? Did you check there was no disc in the old PS4? Oh no, I took that out. That's fine. Okay, did, that disc has come out. Yeah, yeah. It was um, Final Fantasy fourteen again. I put loads of progress into that, but that's all tied to online, so I, that doesn't matter. 
Uh, the, yeah, the the only thing that I've lost, which uh, I care about, is the Monster Hunter thing. But uh, I'm taking a break from that game anyway because there's a new Monster Hunter coming out, a new old Monster Hunter coming out, coming on Switch uh, very soon, and uh, a bunch of other games are going to take up a lot of time. New Destiny expansion, Red Dead Redemption Two, etc. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so, three on the Switch. Diablo 3 on the Switch, yeah, and so by the time I come back to uh, playing um, Monster Hunter World, I'll be, you know, perfectly happy to start fresh with a brand new character. That's, that's what you're telling yourself. Yeah, That's what I'm telling myself at the moment, but uh, half an hour or so after this episode's finished recording, <laughs> I'll be sat in the corner, crying, <laughs> rocking back and forward, hugging my copy of Monster Hunter World. That's how I sleep every night. Yeah. <laughs> what? holding his copy of Monster Hunter World in the corner of my room holding a picture of Mark crying myself to sleep (laughs) Uh, that's a bit scary sorry take that one out Think about it. So it's like two, over two, about two weeks of your life just wiped out like that well uh, yeah imagine that if you had lost some memory of two weeks that's what you've just done well I've lost um, the memory of about 12 years yeah uh, I don't remember most of my time at university, so... <laughs> <laughs> Too busy studying, Mark, yeah? Okay, exactly, yeah. It's just, it just it rolls into one long blur of late nights in the library. And drinking nothing but mineral water. Um, so that's the end of that nonsense. Uh, yeah, so I'm on PS4 Pro number two. So I hope you don't have the same problems. that you, You've got a, a newer one, so hopefully you shouldn't have any problems with yours. Yeah, I haven't checked the model number or anything, but um, it is it is safely sat there with a good four centimeters of clear space in all directions, other than the bottom, obviously, yeah. because it's uh, on well, mine, um, my old one, like it would run whisper quiet, like but it doesn't run as quiet as the Xbox One X, which is just quiet all the time because it's got yeah. like a vapor chamber thing in it rather than a like regular fan so it's just got a very quiet whirring in the background uh my ps4 pro was fine through most games but like certain ones like god of war it made it kick up a lot uh, no man's sky makes it kick up a lot as well and there are a couple of other games as, as well um sometimes if i was playing a game and went into the menu the fan would go mental and then i'd go back into the game and it would be fine it was never a massive problem but um apparently this this newer model runs a little bit quieter because they, they they fiddle around on the inside and changed a few parts out and does it um does it have you got it led flat yep does it tip as in mm. the rear right hand side if you just apply a tiny bit of pressure does it wobble I haven't tried because the the original PS4 had that uh, where the light oh, bar was. It, yeah, um, the original PS4 did. I put my original PS4 on little rubber feet. Yeah, so so that wobbled because of the where the light bar was. The Pro yeah. wobbles at the back on the right hand side um, as if because the rubber feet on the bottom are all the PlayStation logos. Yeah, um, and I th- for some reason it definitely does it on the back on the right on mine. Mm-hmm. But it has nothing led on top of it, so nothing's going to be making it wobble. But uh, no. yeah, it also took me ages to work out where the hard drive was because it's like it's at the back of the console. Yeah, again, really, really easy to get to. Actually, probably easier to get to than it is on the original PlayStation, uh, and really easy to to swap out. Uh, this one's actually really easy to clean as well. The top the, the top plate on your PS4 Pro, like you can pull it up. Like it'll, it, it feels a little bit dodgy, but it's fine. Um, unclicks a few places on the side, and then the, the whole top plate lifts off, and the fan is there at the top. So if it does start to get a little bit noisy, you can get in there really easy and blow the dust out of the fan. Right. And it doesn't, because you're not unscrewing anything, doesn't invalidate the warranty. Okay. That's, so that's they made good it, to know. Yeah, they made it nice and easy to access the bits that you would need to clean. Or should need to clean if, if you live in a dusty house. Seeing as you've got a new shiny new PlayStation 4 Pro, why don't you tell us what you've been playing on it? Uh, the only thing that has been played on... Actually, no, that's not the only thing that's been played on it. The, only, uh, the first thing I launched, because when I turned on the Pro, having backed up from my, my regular PS4 onto this one... Yeah, I went to activate Horizon Zero Dawn, and it went. Yeah, you don't own this content. You've got to you've got to like go on the internet and activate your account on this PlayStation before we let you touch the stuff that you've downloaded to your hard drive. Yeah, and I thought I can't be bothered to do that. It's like 
really late at night, so I just found Uncharted 4 and stuck that in. And because it then copied across all my um, my game saves, I didn't have the option to kind of like play from anywhere other than the very last chapter where the daughter is um, talking to the characters. But it allowed me to at least watch that video and go, yeah, it works. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but having then subsequently registered the account and turned it on properly, spending three hours activating HDR on the TV so that it worked properly. Because, you know, they, they, they really don't make it easy. Was it the HDR 10 now, Justin? Did, did you get a television with the HDR 10? <laughs> so, my, my podcast co-host there, when I told him what TV last week I'd bought, the response was, that's shit, man. That's a shit TV. Yeah, that, that that happened to me. I was listening to um, driving home from work, and I nearly had a crash. <laughs> oh, I, I got myself a was it a sharp TV? Ah, oh, that's yeah. shite, man. <laughs> shite. Yeah. So, well, it um, it turns out that HDR TVs don't come activated with HDR, so you have to fiddle around in the settings and turn it on, and there is. Certainly on my TV, there was no really obvious thing saying activate it. So I was getting close to crying and putting the box away. And, you know, I kept going, it's got HDR written on the box. That's the only thing that made me buy this TV was it says it's there. It must have it. And um, like looking online, no, couldn't get anything online. The only thing I could get was the manual, which I've got the sodding manual in front of me i know what that says <laughs> it tells me where to plug stuff in but that's it and eventually yeah i i found one of the um it was one of the hdmi settings you needed to configure that it then tells the thing that's giving it the signal what type of a tv it is i don't know the technical term for it but um it's like a broadcast setting and right. so you do that and it goes ah yes you now have hdr congratulations and you know it's working because you get a little pop-up on the TV going, HDR. Mm. And so I have spent a couple of hours playing Horizon Zero Dawn. It is a very pretty game. I've only played it on a, a Pro, so um, but my other half played it through on a regular PlayStation and came over to mine and saw it on the PS4 Pro and was like, oh, it looks loads better. Um, so yeah, it does look very, very nice on a Pro. It's not running at... Um, full 4k i think it's running at 1400p uh upscaled to somewhere near 4k like checkerboarded i've uh, digital foundry did a video about it where they went into all the numbers i can't remember what they were uh, so it's not uh, like it, it's not running at a full native 4k there aren't that many games on the pro that do run at a full native 4k they usually if they can get to 4k it's like checkerboarded up from yeah well that was lower. that was one of the um requirements wasn't it that they said they weren't going to let games companies develop specifically for the 4K. They had to develop for the regular and then yeah. allow extra features to be included. Because as I understand yes. it, if you play Gran Turismo with the VR on a regular PS4, the grandstands are all empty. But if you do it on a Pro, they've got people in the crowds. Right. It's you know subtle differences like that. It doesn't really affect the game. It affects what it can produce and the draw distance and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but that that is de definitely the only game that I've been playing. However, last night, no, the night before, I did endure being in the room adjacent to three teenage girls playing the hell out of Hatoful Boyfriend. And oh, what a game! Yeah, I mean, I go around and say, "Look, here's my old PlayStation for you. It's got Hatoful Boyfriend on it," and she says, "I've heard of this game. This is fantastic. I'm getting my friends round," and. Yeah, at one o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking, just go the hell to bed, you <laughs> annoying girls. And, you know, the girlfriend's just saying to me, look, you didn't enjoy it. I get that. But clearly you're not the target audience. Listen to how Hang much on. fun they're having. <laughs> Hang on, you, you miserable, joyless man. How did you How did you not enjoy Hatterful Boyfriend? It's a pigeon dating sim. <laughs> Because I couldn't do it with the pigeons. I didn't know who was what, so I had to set it on show me a picture of a boy instead of a pigeon. You go for the the most handsome pigeon. Well, you, how yeah, do you tell you, it's you, the most handsome pigeon? Because it's the, the most handsome pigeon. Well, how do you know? 
Because you, by looking at it... Yeah, but how do you know from one pigeon's for the next pigeon? Well, you know, uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Well, so you go with, with your, your own personal pigeon preferences, Andy. Well, I have no preferences yeah. for pigeon, unlike you. No, seems. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll reveal too much. Colm's quietly um, over there just but, going... I'm aware of the game, but that's all I can really contribute. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's. It's a really wacky game. It's. It's one that's got to be. Um. If if you can pick it up dirt cheap, uh, it's worth checking out just for. It the was experience. on PS Plus. Well, there you go. Is it? So just you can download it for free. It, yeah. It was. It was on PS. It was. Yeah. And the cross buy, so it's on the Vita as well. Yeah. I know. That's where I played it on. So you can take it. How oh, did you not enjoy it either? I just kept skipping the hell out of that. How could you not enjoy? How could you enjoy a pigeon simulator, dating simulator? That's just fucked up, man. Sorry, because Excuse it's my really language. It's it's just because it's so bizarre. Bizarre. That's borderline perverted. Fucking. <laughs> hey, it's it's not like the um some some of the weird Japanese games that Kev plays. I, I I'm sitting there going out for me lunch break today, and I, I'm sitting there on the rocks. Uh, looking at the sea, and then a pigeon comes along. I don't go, "Whoa, that's a fine pigeon you got there, Colin, mate." Colin, you're you've a, got the you've got the perspective wrong. You're you a good-looking pigeon, mate. No, no, you've got it wrong. In the game, you play the role of a girl who is going to a school for pigeons, yet she herself is not a pigeon, and yet must must impress the pigeons so that they want to date her. Bestiality. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, exactly. Look, Boy, if that wow. premise doesn't make you interested, then I don't know what. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so I've only really been playing one game on the pro, uh, but um, it, it would appear that my backup was successful, and I can just crack on. But what I've realised now is I have not activated the, the pro as my primary account. So that the uh, the old console will continue to allow other people to play my games. Andy. Yes. Hello. What have you been playing that isn't a Warhammer game? Play this in Ireland. You know, you go on holiday to Ireland. It's sunshine, everything. Is it hell in Ireland? Pissing down. Side Hang on. Colin told me the sun doesn't shine there. It do- it no, the sun doesn't shine on TV. Oh, oh right. Y- you heard uh-huh. the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I know the sun always shines on TV. Yeah. Oh, I've ruined it now, haven't I? <laughs> Jesus crying out loud. <laughs> Managed to get about 17 hours of gaming um, on holiday because it pissed it down so much. And I ignored the in laws and my wives jibber jabbering, talking in the other room. Um, it was Viking Wolves of Midgard. Uh, this is, I think, published by Calypso Games. It is essentially a Diablo free clone, but right. with Norse um, weird versions of Merlin, Arthur, and Rome, etc., mixed in with it. So, an action role playing game where essentially you just go around, follow a tenuous story. Gameplay wise, quite simple um, shoot, dodge, that's about it. A um, couple of interesting things that this game does, though, levelling up is quite interesting. Um, getting the blood um, helps you level up, so in that sense, it's a role-playing game. And in addition, building your village up. So as you get more blood and more resources like wood, iron um, and gold, you are able to go back to your village and build up your village to the next level. So you're able to build the smithy up to level 2, so you get gets your better weapons. The armour, better armour. Um, the blood temple, which allows you to get better skills, and improve your skills and so on. You've got like a little skill tree going along. So that's really good, everything about that. However, it's fucking too long. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it is... I don't... I just think about I've been about seventeen plus hours on this game and I don't I'm thinking about six levels from the end. And you know when you've reached a point where you've gone too far in the game to stop? You know, you've put in so much time and you're like if I stop, all that time's gone. So I'm just pers- it's just a plowing through now, just 
persevering with this endless tedium of a game now, where all I'm doing is having got my um, archer skill up, using my um, bow and arrow, and just rolling away from these um, major bosses and stuff, rounding a little circle. So I roll, stop, fire, roll, stop, fire, roll, stop, fire. And had it been an eight-hour game, instead of a 17-plus-hour game, I would recommend it to a lapsed gamer. As it is, I just can't. So is it like one of those, the game equivalent of like when someone takes a concept that worked really well in like a short film or a sketch or something like that yeah. and decides to turn it into a full feature-length film yeah. and it's just fucking drags. Yeah. This is like what... most of the films that Justin watches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts. It really does. You go and see them. <laughs> you record with Kevin Moore, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, no, yeah. All right, fair, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I can't recommend it to a lapsed gamer. It's just, it's easy. Or anyone. Or anyone. I, 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 was good, I recommend it to you, Mark, at the beginning, so I was quite enjoying it. But now... I think we've put about 26 levels in. I think I'm on mm-hmm. 20. It is just way too long. You just For that type of game, it needs to be 8 to 12 hours. Sharpish, get in, get out, enjoy your fun, and that's it. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't take that long to play through the campaign on Diablo 3. Mm. Anywhere near that. Uh, and, you know, it, it's the end game stuff is where that game starts to become fun. Yeah. So I'll just stick to Diablo. Yeah. And there's no couch co-op, but there is a multiplayer, online multiplayer. Yeah. So, nope. Um, the other game, which is just nuts, uh, Poo Poo Terris, uh, Tetris. Sorry. Oh, Poo Poo Tetris. Poo Poo Tetris. Ah, oh, one of the greatest games of last year. It is absolutely brilliant and absolutely nuts. I played it with my yeah. brother. I have no idea what was going on. We were just doing things to each other. Not those sort of things, Colm. But... <laughs> no comment (laughs) but throwing bricks throwing bricks throwing little bubbles it's just oh were you playing the um, uh, the which which mode were you playing because it's like yeah I can't remember I think we tried there's like there's like Tetris mode Puyo Puyo mode there's the one where it switches between the two and then there's one where you're playing both at the same time on the same board I think we tried right like Drops a few Puyos yeah. and then drops some te- Tetraminos, and then so you're playing two games at once on the same board. Yeah, I think we only played for a couple of hours and it was just yeah. muck, mucking about, but nuts, but a lot of fun. It's really, really good. Yeah. The, the campaign is is <laughs> is bonkers as well. That's worth playing. Um, I will say stay away from online, though, because the only people who seem to play that game online are... Willing victims like me and people <laughs> who take that game super seriously. There are, I found out, like, uh, um, uh, at uh, Evo, you know, the fighting mm. game tournament, they have, like, an offshoot thing called Animevo, where they have competi- uh, competitions for the games that don't make it into the main Evo. So, like, some of the, like, more uh, niche anime fighting games and, and other bits and pieces like that. Uh, and I saw some footage of pro-level Puyo Puyo Tetris players competing at Animevo, and it fucking terrified me. Because <laughs> um, I think I'm alright at Tetris. I, I understand how to how to play Tetris. Like At this point, you really should know how to play Tetris. Puyo Puyo, because it's not been very popular over here, uh, I don't have like the the same level of understanding on how to build those combos and those chains that someone who's been playing it for a while. I never played like Mean Bean Machine back in the day. Um, Puyo Puyo is massive in Japan. It has been for a long time. Uh, but I just don't, it doesn't click with me the same way. And so I kind of struggle with that aspect. Um, but yeah, that game is great. Yeah, it's, I'd recommend it to a lot game. It was really fun. And the other yeah. one which I had loads of fun with brought me back to the PlayStation 1 era is Worms WMD. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is just an amazing game. Played it with my brother again, and it just brought memories when we used to play it, like I said, on the PS1. Um, I know I haven't played the intervening games, um, so I know there's been quite a few, but um, from what I understand, this one recaptures that same spirit, and it does. Um, Just had loads of fun with it. The new weapons, the 
the, just the combat on it. I did produce, I think I was getting beat four worms to one at one point, and I managed to beat my brother with my single worm. Yeah. Those victories, it was just, it just really sweet, really lovable game, really simplistic, but absolutely brilliant. Highly recommended that one. You can't go wrong with Worms. I, I haven't played, really played one seriously since Worms World Party, hmm. which I think was the one that came out after Worms 3 Armageddon. Uh, but there's been a few since then that they they made a, a few ventures into 3D, and I don't know whether those were any good or not. No. From what I understand, this one is the best one since the original. Nice. Uh, is that it? Yep. Column. Yes. What was your last save loaded? Uh, didn't we do that last week, Justin? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Wrong this podcast. It's a flashback. Um, yeah. Am I uh, having flashbacks? <laughs> okay, so what uh, I did this Colum, morning... What, yes. was your f- what was your first save loaded? That's a very good, very good. Is, is that um, enough of a divergence to like so I don't yeah, infringe on copyright? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, we, we, we make sure this... Is this podcast is blocked from publicly uh, being uh, brought out. No, uh, what I was playing was uh, at seven o'clock this morning was some Splatoon 2. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise, <laughs> as Silla would say. Uh, yes, you know, Mark, I kind of like this game. Um, just kind of. And as you well know, I do play a lot of this game and I just can't seem to stop playing it mm-hmm. but uh i did did tear myself away from it and uh no i haven't got the dlc yet but you were saying that it's tough the dlc is that right mark yeah i mean did you like the single player elements of um uh, i haven't really played much of the single player to be honest with you it's mostly just multiplayer Right, okay. Um, well, then, uh, the DLC is probably not going to be for you because the only multiplayer stuff in there is some cosmetic things you can unlock. Yeah. Um, like being able to change your squidling into an octoling. Yeah. And there's a few bits of clothing and stuff like that. There's nothing that affects the gameplay, like no weapons or anything like that that are exclusive to the DLC. It's just a few cosmetic things. The DLC is... It's just purely just like a series of increasingly challenging, I mean, getting really challenging right. uh, single player levels. Uh, okay. They're really, really good. Like the, the campaign stuff in both Splatoon has been fantastic. I, they've kind of played almost like Mario Galaxy in a weird sort of way. Okay. Um, there's the odd level where it is basically like a multiplayer map and it'll be you versus a bunch of octolings yeah. uh, in the main campaign. Uh, but most of the levels are, they're really, really interesting. Um, they make good use of the ways the different weapons handle and the different locomotion mechanics you've got. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I'd say play through the main campaign. If you like that, then it'd be worth picking up the octoling expansion, uh, right. the octo expansion. Uh, if you don't get on with it, then I'd say stay away from it because it's just that, but more intricate and harder significantly harder okay crushingly hard sometimes okay you've turned me off and now mark stop talking about crushingly hard (laughs) please no but i i like a good challenge and i and i love how that game plays and how it feels so i really like the yes mark we we know you like a good challenge but unlike me unlike you i don't like a good challenge as just someone tell you i'm an easygoing type of man either that or you're not an easygoing type of man when i play splatoon with you online which is why I don't do it very often because you're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. It's all friendly banter, Mark. Just it like all, it was it when all... we played Wii U and the uh, Mario Kart. On can, the Wii can I U. just say? Yeah. Um, in in defence of Mark, you have started now putting brag clips up of, of like, oh look, just a casual game yeah. where I've dominated everyone. <laughs> yeah, oh look God. at these noobs I've stomped. <laughs> 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 No, I have not. That's just, just a lucky break, as they say. Uh, the other, the other game I was playing was, um, I've got this Rogue Trooper for the DS or for the DS. Where am I going? Uh, for the Switch, seemed um, to be a film. Yes, that's I, right. Uh, I I just mentioned that to Justin earlier on, yeah. didn't I, Justin? You did. Uh, Google is my friend. Yes, so mm. I'm playing that, and I think I'm near the end of that because it's getting a bit tough now. So I'm assuming I'm near the end of it. What true? That one with the blue guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the one. Tough. That's easy. 
Well, excuse oh, me, Mr. Andy Piddick. Here, young, young Andy there, you know, <laughs> with the flexible muscles and the quick reaction times. You know, we're not all blessed with quick reaction times. And, you know, some of us are slow, okay? Just, uh, okay. Uh, Justin, I'm so used to talking to Justin now, it's just gone ridiculous. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I'm near the end. I've got the general, um, the, uh, hold on. What's his name, Justin, that I said? General name. Zod, yeah, Generalissimo, the, uh, <laughs> the main general, the, the rogue general. Whatever. You said Generalissimo. So, yeah, that was that. You've just spoiled the podcast this week, Justin. Well I'll done. That out, was the I'll one word review. Well done, well done, problem. Justin. There, we have to record another one now. Thanks very much. Uh, so <laughs> I'm near the end. Where your, your man, the general, is in this sort of force field, and I have to go around destroying four of them and uh so i think that's near the end anyway yeah. but I, i'm finding it difficult i'm finding it difficult okay is that okay PS2. andy yeah it's an old style shooter and i actually yeah. enjoyed it no it's good i enjoyed so, it as well because i thought we talked about it on the last podcast when i was on cool yeah that's probably why i picked it up andy because oh, I, I i listened to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been made into a uh a film by um Duncan Jones, oh correct, Mr. Mr. Warcraft himself. So, oh, oh god, uh, but it's got that, he's mm. he's a, he's a good director. Like yeah. Warcraft was a bit, and, um, mm. but Moon and uh, oh, yeah, Moon. Were both they were both great. oh awesome game. Yeah, they were very good. Yeah, I'll so, give I have faith in Duncan Jones. Cool. So that's it, basically. I can't give you any more spoilers because then I'd have nothing to talk about next week. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What have I been playing? Um, this is sort of that sort of weird patch of the year where we're in this sort of lull before. We, the... uh, ho, ho, hold on. Weird patch. Yeah, the calm the only the thing storm. that's weird and patchy is my head. Okay, we've got more games than you know. Can you swing a cara? <laughs> Don't tell me you've nothing to play. I, I know I've got more. My my pile of shame is is horrendous. But okay. what I mean is we're in the sort of like calm before the storm of ah yes all the big games coming out right. So at the end of this month, there's the new Destiny Two expansion. There's Monster Hunter uh, Generations Ultimate on the Switch. Are you getting that? Yes, I am. Yeah, oh, got cool. it pre-ordered. Can we play together? Of course we can. Awesome. I played some of the demo because uh, the demo is available now. It's good. It's very good. It's a. Uh, have you ever played a Monster Hunter game before? Uh, maybe I tried once or twice. Maybe I tried on the Wii U and I, the Wii. Yeah. Uh, I can send you the original on PlayStation 2. No, it's okay, Justin. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is going to be quite daunting then because it's uh, it's sort of like Monster Hunter Generations was a, was a celebration of all of the Monster Hunter games up until that point. And Generation Ultimate is a bigger version of that. So there's like. 90 different monsters to hunt um and each one of those hunts can take like 20 30 minutes easily so it's going to be there's going to be a quite a lot of content in that um yeah the destiny 2 expansion forsaken is coming out which i'm hoping redeems that game uh the next month there's dragon quest 11 and then the month after that there's monster hunter uh, monster um Red Dead Redemption 2 and battlefield 5 sometime after that and there's like you know we're getting to the period where all the games are coming out. It just never stops. It never. It does never stop. Yeah. So I've been in a little bit of a lull in terms of like big games. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Overcooked too. By the time this episode goes up, we should have a um, a quick look. Uh, me and my partner Zoe played some, and uh, I managed to convince her to get on microphone and laugh at me for being really bad at that game. Um, yeah, uh, Overcooked, uh, do you guys, any of you guys, well, I know Andy, you played the first one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, still playing it. Yeah. Um, second one is more of that, um, but with new types of food to cook, um, more intricate levels in terms of the way that they mess with you, uh, and a really, really um, solid online aspect for both playing co-op and playing the versus modes. Um, this is Rex- not a game for... A loner like me, you know. You can play on your own. It's not fun, but no, no, it's it's not. It's it's more fun if you've got other people on. But it's really easy to get to 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 build a lobby with other people. Um, so I, I've got it on Switch. Uh, my partner's got it on Switch. Um, loads of people, loads of people I know have actually picked it up on Switch. So if you're gonna get it, um, 
Because you haven't got a PlayStation anymore, have you? You didn't have to. You didn't have to put me on the spot there, Mark. Like that, you know what I mean? That was just, you know, that was on. That was uncalled for. Really. Well, I have a give, Switch. Give, okay. Give it a year. Give it a year. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a? Um, do you want a PlayStation Four Pro with the USB ports? Don't work. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's grand. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd say pick it up on a Switch, and uh, it's it's not very much. It's like twenty quid, I think. I I, I paid nineteen when I pre-ordered the digital version. It's, it's somewhere around the twenty pound mark. Or the Switch yeah. tax is about twenty-five, so it's about, it's about <laughs> seventeen on PS4 and Xbox. Yeah. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's, that game's really good. I've been playing a bunch of Dead Cells, which is sort of like a how do I say this without plagiarizing? Um, it's a, a run-based, like, roguelike sort of hack-and-slash platformer where, um, with with sort of like almost Dark Souls-style elements in that uh, when you die, you lose all the cells that you've, you've collected, but you retain some of the currency that you've got and you lose all the weapons that you've picked up. But every time you play through it, you'll do a little bit better. You'll maybe push a little bit further and maybe get to a point where you can spend some of the cells or, or which is the equivalent of like souls um and buy some upgrades to make your character a little bit stronger so that the next time through you'll get a little bit further um and it's yeah it's it's really hard but really 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 fun uh and i really dig the 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 um art style uh, and the uh, the animation. Uh, apart from that, I've been mostly playing uh, Red Dead Redemption. That game still looks, considering it's eight years old now, I think. Maybe more than that. It was 2010 that came out. Yeah. Mm, sure. I think it was 2010. It came out before Skyrim, and that was 2011. It, it still holds up. It still looks really good. Um, I was surprised when I was playing through it, and I like watching like facial animations when characters are talking. They're like, "This looks way better than an eight-year-old game should." Like, I remember it blowing me out the water at the time when it came out. But yeah, you've all played Red Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, great. You're all game. getting you're getting Red Dead too. Probably, probably he says you will. You know, you will eventually. Well, it's one of those sort of gaming, you know. One of these big gaming moments when Rockstar bring out a new a new game, there's always a massive spike in the number of people across the country, probably across the civilized world, that call in sick the next day. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying playing through the first one. I don't know if I'll play all the way through it because I, I, if I remember correctly, when you get to Mexico, it kind of gets a bit meh. Um, it's been a long time since I played through, so I can't remember exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Nothing else really. I've been playing um, more Overwatch. Always, constantly playing Overwatch. What's it? What's what's the appeal? Because some I I got this Overwatch uh, on the Xbox a while back. Um, obviously, I still don't have it because that's the way I roll. But um, what is the appeal of it? Firstly, I, when I started playing, I went holy. God, gee, it's not as quick as getting into the game as Splatoon 2 is. That was my first aspect, my first uh, reaction. And then when I got to play it, then I just went... I, I just, it was a bit manic, to be honest with you. Uh, just Well, yeah. if you head over to the Laps Gamer Radio YouTube channel, <laughs> <laughs> there's a handy video on there. Um with our good friend Doug oh, uh, right. and myself talking through what makes Overwatch so great and why we think it's a great game, a great shooter for a lapsed gamer. Uh, no, it's it's just, um, it's it's a really fun team-based, you know, ta- a tactical, a tactical, objective-based shooter with a, a varied cast of um, characters that play completely differently from each other. Um, they cater for all abilities like so there, there are characters there's like a widow maker who's a sniper who requires pinpoint accuracy and very sharp reactions neither of which i have so i don't bother playing as her but there's like the character reinhardt who just swings a giant hammer and you don't need a twitch reactions and you don't need pinpoint accuracy because you're swinging a fucking giant hammer um or winston um the giant gorilla whose tesla cannon just hits anything that's in vaguely in front of him so you don't even have to aim that 
and each of the characters fills a different role and it's you know it's like this push and pull of um changing your team's composition to counter the other team's composition and then they'll do the same back and so on and so forth at least that's how it works in theory sometimes it doesn't happen sometimes people just pick whoever the fuck they want and it goes all awry to be honest um i don't know if i would play it as much as i do if it wasn't for the fact that um my other half plays it a lot and both of her sisters play it as well and a couple of other friends so there's always people to play play with online right so you have that you have that camaraderie there you have that relationship thing going on about you know you've got somebody in the room with you playing with you so it's a bit of yeah. crack yeah yeah but you know i quite happily play it on my own as well um it's it's just different it fills a, a gap because there's plenty of shooters that do the same sort of thing like um they all have their own little twist to differentiate them but most of them is sort of like you don't really have to care about what your teammates are doing you just get in and shoot things uh, whereas this is very much a teamwork based game um, and even if you're not communicating with your team with voice chat like there's you know call outs and things like that and you can see what's going on and you can help out your teammates and they can help you out and it's just I don't know it's more of a communal game I feel than some other shooters um, like compared to Splatoon Splatoon you jump in you do your thing you make opposition players cry as you do column Mm. Um, and most of the time you're probably not really caring what your teammates are doing no I, I keep telling them to follow me but they won't listen so feck them <laughs> <laughs> so you got to say booyah you got to keep saying booyah oh booyah is it yeah okay, then, they'll, yeah. then they'll follow you okay grand yeah. I'll say that yeah so press the other button on the d-pad and they'll follow okay. you but yeah uh, it's, it's, Overwatch is not for everyone uh, I know plenty of people who've tried it didn't get on with it um or you know stuck with it for a while but then fell off but it's just stuck with me i still think splatoon 2 is a better shooter i still think splatoon is the best multiplayer shooter you can you can get but i have just overwatch is something a little bit different you know their level cap on it no but you don't unlock things apart from cosmetics all right because it's like a it's it's um it's almost like a fighting game okay um each character has a specific weapon or a set of equipment and getting unlocks that would change that would unbalance the game because they're, they're always making changes to make sure that the characters are as balanced as they possibly can be so that no character is overpowered or underpowered, um, just like in a fighting game, to make sure that everything's sort of equal and the only thing that changes is your team's composition. Uh, and so the only stuff you unlock is um, skins, emotes, voice lines, and things like that. It's 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 not so much like uh, your progress is tied to unlocking stuff. It's your progress is tied to getting to understand the intricacies of a of a you know certain characters and understanding the intricacies of certain maps yeah. and things like that. Practice makes perfect. Exactly, practice makes perfect. Splatoon's still a better game though. Right answer. But yeah, that's all I've been playing, I think. Thank God for that, because you could have went on for two bloody hours at that stage. Oh, no, no, sorry. I have also been playing. Oh, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Uh, I reinstalled Heroes of the Storm, which is Blizzard's um, point-and-click MOBA game, which features characters from Overwatch, Diablo, StarCraft, uh, Warcraft, uh, Lost Vikings, and so on and so forth. Um, it's a more traditional MOBA sort of game, like... Um, dota or league of legends but like a much simpler version that if if you're ever if if you're interested in checking out uh, a mobile game and you never played them before that's the one to go for because it's the simplest and the easiest to get to grips with what's uh, it called it's called uh, heroes of the storm on pc is it uh yeah i play it on uh, on mac but yeah, PC, PC and Mac. Uh, it's free to play. And there's like the same as most games. There's like a, a rotation of free characters that you can play. And then you earn the in-game currency at a reasonable enough clip that you can start to buy characters. And then the rest of it's just like, you know, cosmetics and nonsense. But because I'm playing on a MacBook, um, I have to have the resolution turned down so far that I can't actually see the, the, the intricacies of character skins. <laughs> so it doesn't worry me at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really good. But yeah, that that is all I've been playing. But wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> oh, sweet bloody hell. 
No, no, that's anything. That's everything. Um, as I said, we're getting into the silly season. Um, are there any particular games in the between now and the end of the year that people are interested in picking up? Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. I love Tomb Raider. Mm. I still haven't finished the last one. No, I oh, play the last one. I had to play the last yeah. one. Yeah. I, I, didn't even, I, I didn't even buy the last one. The original um, reboot, um, Tomb Raider 20, whatever it was, uh, was really good. Uh, I played a few hours of um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Was that the second one? Yeah. That's the second uh, one, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, which I, I, um, which also features the uh, 1995 Lara as a bonus character in it. I did not know that. Well, um, it certainly does on the PlayStation, anyway. And then the new one is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That is looks that great. Yeah. yeah. When does she actually just become Tomb Raider? I'll let you know okay. when she gets there. Fair uh, is that is that all you're looking forward to? Before the, your, well, Red Dead. Yeah. Red Dead is the only Rockstar game I've ever finished. I think I finished... GTA 4 and GTA 5 as well. Neither of them had a particularly memorable story, though. Um, I thought Red Dead's story was fantastic, apart from that lull in Mexico. Mm. I've finished uh, Liberty, Liberty City Stories on the PSP. Uh, finished 3. I finished 5. Uh, finished Red Dead and Undead Nightmare. Yeah, Undead Nightmare was good. Hey, do you, rem- do you remember when uh, Rockstar used to make single-player DLC? Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, Spider Man. That looks good. Oh yeah, I forgot about Spider Man. I'm looking f- looking forward to the Tetris effect. Uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. I don't have a PSVR headset, but uh, it, the idea of playing like a rhythm based Tetris game um, is really interesting to me. You don't have to have a PSVR headset to play it. I'm, I'm assured. That's correct. Um, but I'll probably be missing something. It's the same as playing. Like, I play Thumper, um, and I haven't played that in a PS uh, in a VR headset. And I've, I've... it's mental. <laughs> we are. We all know what Justin's looking forward to: Persona Five Dance Remix Super Hyper Expedition. Excuse Expo- me. Episode. Excuse blah, blah, blah. me. Persona Five Dancing in Starlight and Persona Three Dancing in oh, Moonlight. Sweet Jesus! The hair <laughs> on the back of my head stands up every time he mentions that word. What, Persona? An excitement. Oh, Jesus, stop it. What's wrong with Persona? Oh, well, (laughs) Have you played any of the Persona games? Justin made me play Persona 4, and I just stopped playing it after about 30 hours. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Colm's not the target audience. He's not a teenager and never was one. And if I was one, I can't remember. He came out of the lab already middle-aged. Yeah. It's true. Oh, Kafulu. That was good. Um, what? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I want it to be good. But for the same reason why Guillermo del Toro never managed to get his uh, At the Mountains of Madness film Ooh. project made, I think Lovecraft is just... If you try and take it literally, uh, uh, you know, try and make an adaptation of a literal Lovecraft story rather than taking elements of Lovecraft like they did in Bloodborne, um, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Because it's all about the protagonist slowly going mad. Well, yeah, if he's slowly going mad and then he dies. I mean, Amnesia has kind of got that. Like, that game is all about trying to keep hold of your sanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, hopefully it'll be good because uh, I don't think there has been a, a, even a half decent. What was that one on the Xbox? Was it Lovecraft it? game? The Xbox yeah. and the PC. It was, I mean, it wasn't was, it awful though? I don't know. We'll see. Don't know. And also a couple of Warhammer games: Warhammer Forty K, Inquisitor, and Space Hulk Tactics. Uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I can I just uh, interrupt you there, Andy? What is the appeal of Warhammer for you? Me, oh, it's the world. I just love the world, the grim, the darkness. It's the old world for me, and the fight here, just the constant fight against chaos, and the depth of the lore itself. I used to, right. I, I used to play the battles. I used to have, I've still got a high elf army, but I've fallen out of the figure collecting and painting and stuff, and just enjoy the world itself. I focus mm. on the history of it rather than. The- and is it has it got a deep? history it does 
It does. Uh, yeah. it does it's been, it's it, been yeah. going for long enough. Yeah. It's, well, what, it's like, well, yeah. 40, 40K has been going for 40,000 years. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it predates the written word. <laughs> I've always appreciated Warcraft, um, Warcraft, Warhammer from a distance. Uh, I just never really got, got into it, it. but um, yeah. we played some Vermintide recently. Um, go and check out that video on the YouTube channel. Yep. And, um, <laughs> plug, plug, plug. <laughs> like, subscribe, follow, comment, please. Ooh, yeah, smash that like and subscribe button. Um, but I, yeah, I really enjoyed playing Vermintide. Uh, and that was the first Warhammer game I ever played, apart from Space Marine, back on the, the 360. So, um, Did you not play Fire Warrior on the PS2? Nope, no. But it had Brian Blessed in it. Yeah. Or I, had I known, <laughs> had I known at the time, then yes, absolutely, I would have played it. But I, I didn't know that. But I, I, I think it's something I, I might tentatively dip my toes in now. I've played um, a, 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 a recent Warhammer game and, and enjoyed it. You and actually, I forgot to mention, I, I played some um, Vermintide Two after we did our recording, oh. just to see what it was like. Um, it's more of the same, but with like. Characters now have special abilities oh, on cool. a cooldown, and there's the extra faction, so you're not just fighting giant rats all the time. Yeah, uh, and there's slightly more varied environments, uh, it seems, uh, and it looks prettier, uh, but it's still the same. Rather well, soon, it's good. Yeah, which is no no bad thing at all. No. And that's on um, that's currently on Game Pass. So if you've got uh, Game Pass on Xbox, then. Yeah, no, it for free. I cancelled that. You know, it's another subscription. They tell you eight pounds. No, they just added Doom and Rage. Uh, Rage, I didn't like. Doom have completed. So all right. Ra- oh, Rage was enough. awful. Uh, it was. I really liked the world of Rage. I liked it. Um, it just wasn't a particularly great game. Uh, I think. I think it tops my list of all-time worst game ending scenarios i mean people make a point of halo 2 just going oh we've stopped but rage yeah you get all set for a boss battle that doesn't happen uh, the original ending to fallout 3 was before they before they patched it well, that was pretty bad <laughs> yes because i never played the game again after i saved it inside the water plant and then i was like right so it doesn't matter what i can do there is no way now of getting out of here because that was the days before I learned to have two different save files. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, well, no matter what you did, the game ended. Uh, <laughs> and if you wanted to play some more, you had to start again. Uh, they learned their lesson with that one, thankfully. But um, that that was one of the worst game endings I've ever had. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Oh, God. Never have I oh, enjoyed... And Yeah, that game was really enjoyable. And the ending was just like, what? It made me angry. <laughs> Like genuinely angry, like I stood up and said, "What?" Um, <laughs> I wasn't. Um, wasn't. Journey- I hadn't been that angry. I hadn't been that let down by the end of a piece of fiction since the end of Lost. Wasn't Journey Odyssey to the West or whatever it was called that had a really weird ending where it's like, "Oh, let's have a video of Andy Circus." <sighs> it had an odd ending. It wasn't particularly disappointing. Um, it was just kind of like. A bit of a head scratcher, but I really like that game, um, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. It's a good so, game, an underrated yes. gem. Yeah, excellent yeah. game, excellent. But Justin's going to say, uh, uh, "Right, you don't like it, sure you didn't, Justin?" No, no, I've, I've, I've got it. I, um, I, I just said that the ending was a bit weird. Where you get that far, and yeah, you're treated to a little, well, video with Andy Circus looking a bit. Spaced See? off his brain. See? See, I told you. I told you wouldn't like it, because we liked it. You are nothing if not contrarian. <laughs> My name's not Ian. <laughs> <laughs> and surely I am serious. <laughs> Anything, have we got anything else we want to talk about in this podcast? This, this shambles of a podcast? This is not a shambles. This is like a... a two weeks previous episode of Last Save Loaded. That's what it's turned into. You were just talking about stuff that I haven't a clue you're talking about. What? Politics? (laughs) We didn't talk about politics, did we? No, we we talked about um, voting booths. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Polling stations. (laughs) Luckily, I, I don't think anybody I work with 
Hopefully, nobody I work with or no one at my organisation listens to Last Save Loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sharing the love and helping us get some (laughs) listeners. Yeah. Hopefully, Uh, no one listens to your show either. (laughs) No, no, I mean purely from a sense of... I don't want my work colleagues to know like, how unprofessional we behaved at a, at a uh, you know polling station. I always think it's election. funny when, you, in like in real life, you you speak to one of your friends and they go, "Oh, I listen to your podcast." You're like, "Do you?" Like, um, okay. I I hope I never say anything bad about you on there. <laughs> Just don't say anything um, bad about anyone. No, there's no 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 chance of that. Yeah, just like, or if you do, edit it out, like, like when you abuse cool. column and you edit it out. <laughs> it's only about five minute podcast. Uh... <laughs> it's, again, it's like people are predicting next week's show already. <laughs> it's not really a show per se anymore, is it? I mean. <laughs> Uh, it's it's it alternates between um, a little bit of chatter about games and a little bit of chatter about f- film and TV, but it's mostly just an hour long airing of grievances. <laughs> it, it is it is um, turning into a online blog of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you're turning into the podcast equivalent, the pair of you of um, Sattler and Waldorf from. Um, <laughs> From uh, the Muppets. Oh, I saved the day. Well, it was too late to save the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now it's turned into a podcast of casualty in ER. That's where it's turned into. Anyway, thank you. Is that it? I go to bed now. <laughs> this is how our show ends as well. Colin just goes, Is that it? Can I go now? Yeah, is that it? Let's just. Well, like, just <laughs> a car crash. Let's, um, keep, let's keep yeah. these two out and get back to it. I tell you what they'll do. They'll just say, you just go off now, lads, and Andy will go, Jesus Christ, I'm never having them two Muppets on this show again. <laughs> no, you're more than welcome anytime. You like never yeah. let the two of us in the same room together because it's just me and Justin bickering about each other. <laughs> it's nothing but love. So as uh, oh, we better bring this to a close, just, Justin, put the yeah. chair down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't take it with you. And, and, and Andy, put your uh, shirt back on. Tell Tom He's too um, sexy Colin. for it. <laughs> Colin, put your trousers back on. I can't. My nappy won't fit on. They're, they're arseless chaps. They're not trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you lose, use some of that oil okay, and um, slide them back okay. on. Oh, I can always get the butter oh, if you need it. Thanks. Talk about um, how that works. <laughs> <laughs> really? So I'm friends. <laughs> Look, bearing in mind that before we, we actually started recording this, we were waiting for you and there was lots of comments of, I bet he's knee-deep in talcum powder. <laughs> right, Justin, Colm, before we turf you back out into the cold, dark night, uh, where can we find you? You can find me at Solemn 60. Excuse me, I'm talking, please. Show Sorry, some respect dark, to the old man. He said he was turning me into the dark night. You can find me at... <laughs> Stop it, please. Now... Are you ready? Can you listen to me, please? Shh. At Solemn 67 or on my Switch playing Splatoon. Off the top of your head, what's your friend code? I don't bloody know. You put me on the spot there, man. <laughs> it's 20069969. I don't know what the feck it is. I'm surprised okay. he's not playing while he's recording the show. It's like, there's, a lot, there's, there's a lot of six and nines in that number. Ladies. It's <laughs> a very Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, Justin, where can people find you? Uh, well, um, talking over at Last Save Loaded, but um, mainly playing PS4 with at Onya6 on Twitter. And uh, that's your PSN tag as well, isn't it? It, it is, in fact, the same, yes. On brand. Um, right, okay. Well, there's the door. Please make use of it. <laughs> Me and Andy are going to snuggle up and end this podcast. All right, thanks Thank very Thank, much. Thanks very much for uh, for, for, for having us, letting us come and air our grievances on your your uh, little yeah. <laughs> platform. You're welcome <laughs> any time, but next time, like, uh, give us a little bit of warning so that the pair of us can be fully clothed when you okay. arrive. Okay, I've taken pictures. Wear some actual trousers yeah. next time, Colin. I please. I can't. I just have the incontinence nappies on all the time. That's the way I roll now. And I can't because, as Colin will will tell you, my thighs are too big yeah. and I just hulk out of them. Exactly. Well, someone's got to clean Kev's and Ellie's chair. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. It's been great. 
No problem. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Take care. So yeah, that's the end of the, the podcast. Thanks for listening. Go and check out the YouTube, uh, which is just just search Laps Gamer Radio and you'll find the YouTube and you'll find a um, couple new episodes of LGR Play where me and Andy play some Vermintide and then me and Zoe play some Overcooked 2. Uh, head over to the blog, which is uh, lapsgamerradio.com and, or is it just lapsgamer.com? Andy, what's our URLs? Lapsgamer.com, is it? lapsgamer.com Laps, yeah one of those two go and oh, find the blogs on the twitter we'll find it uh andy wrote a great article up there about um ea's handling of the star wars franchise if that's what you'd call it <laughs> well i handled it roughly yeah go and uh, if you want to drop us a comment then email uh, which is uh, lapsgamerradio at gmail.com and you can always visit us on twitter at lapsgamer yeah that's the end of this shambles i like my brain is fried we'll see you again in a couple of weeks goodbye so long Three, two, one. Perfect. I heard the requisite number of claps. You got it right first time, Carl. Well done. Yeah. I yeah, know. Right. It's a first. <laughs> I, ne- I nearly clapped when you were explaining about going three, two, so one. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh.